Hi everybody! Welcome back to the fourth episode of Count It All Joy. Maddie and I are so excited to share more on the Enneagram today and we cannot wait to talk about the fear triad. We are both in this triad since it includes types 5, 6s, and 7s and we hope that we can provide you some more insight on these types. We will be jumping right into our discussion today, starting with fives, but before we do that, I wanted to thank everybody who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. This was a very spontaneous project, and Maddie and I took it on not really knowing if anybody would listen. That being said, we would love to have your help. Please, please, please DM us with any questions or curiosities about the Enneagram, Scripture, are growing in your faith, we really want to cater to the needs and interests of our listeners so that we can make the biggest possible impact. Again, thank you for supporting us. We appreciate it so much. So fives are usually labeled as the investigator. So I happen to be a type five, so I feel very uh, interested in fives because I just think it's so, I think most people know the most about their own type. Like I feel like that'd be safe to say, except it is super important to not like only focus in on your own type because you're gonna like that's like I feel like loses track of the whole point uh, of trying to understand the Enneagram. I think it's more important to like know about the types holistically which took me a couple of months honestly to kind of understand and it's still like a learning process. Yeah I just think for your own type you definitely have a desire to have a deep understanding and to uh, because it helps you learn more about yourself so yeah I think it's really fun to kind of talk about that when it's your type especially yeah and I remember like reading about it for the first time and I was I typed correctly like the first time right away and I just remember reading about it and like I was like so shook that like it felt like it was just like describing me to a T and I was so shocked by that Honestly, kind of love that feeling because it kind of makes you feel known and, like, it makes you kind of feel like there's a reason that you are the way you are and that there's other people like that that are kind of almost wired that way. Yeah, it it makes you – I think it points out your flaws, but it also makes you realize that your flaws, like, help you in certain ways and assist you and, like, makes you who you are and – it's very like redeeming to know all these things that you're good at and um, helps you recognize what your strengths are and uh, play to those yeah. in your life and incorporate that into like your day-to-day uh, life and your relationships. But yeah, let's get into the fives. Type fives are usually called the investigator or the observer. And I think both of those are probably pretty good names. Their basic fear is to be useless, helpless, or incapable. And their basic desire is to be capable and competent. And I'll say, like, when I read that the first time, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't really not think that's me. Like, I wouldn't say, oh, that's me based on the basic fear and desire. But once you read into, like, how they interpret those things, you're like, okay, yeah, that's me. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing for all the types because you don't really want to always admit these things or, like, you don't always see them in the words that they're put in. But, like, as soon as you see them dig deeper into what they mean by those, I feel like it becomes pretty clear, like, which type you are, I guess. And I think really 
interesting to focus on the desires and fears because you kind of realize as you look into it more that a lot of your actions point back to those without you ever realizing it. So even that goes just back to even though you might not think that that describes you. Yeah. Like as you look into it more, you kind of realize. Yeah, you might not like realize it about yourself immediately, but then you like read about it. And then maybe like a week later, you're doing something. You're like, oh my gosh, like I read about this. Like, I can't believe I'm actually doing it. One of the biggest things to know about fives is that they have a very strong desire to understand the world and like gain knowledge thinking about yeah I feel like I want to do that but I was like why would I want to do that like what does that offer me or like people around me and I was reading and this made total sense to me you would want to understand the world in order to defend yourself from the environment around you and whether that makes sense or not, I think that that's like the logic that goes on in my head a lot. Like, I'm like, oh, if I know enough, I can, you know, get through this situation. If I'm prepared for this, then I'll be fine. Or situations like that, I feel like that's how I process them. And I think that a lot of fives have like a very big fear of the world around them and like their environments. I noticed, I feel like from a pretty young age, I would get, I don't know if I'd say I would be overwhelmed in like very like big areas with lots of people, but I think because it's like, the type is called the observer. Whenever I was in a big place with lots of people, I was trying to pick up on everything everybody was doing. I would be watching a hundred people at a time. And I think that for anybody like that would be overwhelming. But the thing is not everybody's trying to watch all hundred people. A situation like that, well, for, like, you, Maddie, like, for a seven, like, that is, like, totally lighting your fire, like, you are having a good time. It's completely draining for me sometimes because I'm just there sitting, like, trying to understand everything that's going on, and that's why, like, social events for me can be so scary, and, like, I just, honestly, a lot of times I don't want to take part in them because I know I'm, like, have this fear that I'm going to run out of energy there, like, I'm going to be tired by after 20 minutes of being there, like something like that. And I mean, it makes sense. It's just like mental energy running out super fast because of all your, all the stimulation that's going on around you. Yeah. And I feel like I say this a lot, but I think one of the best thing that Enneagram has taught me is I just think it's really interesting to learn about other people and other Enneagram types because like Gentry was talking about like being super observant in especially like large group settings and I'm the complete opposite. I'm probably like the least observant person ever and I like I just think it's really cool like to hear about just Gentry explaining that because honestly I didn't know that and just picking up everything around you and that makes sense with like why it would be so draining but I think it's like kind of I find it funny because just being like so different in how you handle different situations. And because of this, uh, fives are often introverted. I don't think it's like all fives are introverted, but I do think that I would say the majority of them are. Um, and I think that it's just a big need for having time alone. And I have like always enjoyed time alone. And I feel like in high school, I was so insecure about it. Like I hated telling people that I needed time alone because I like all of my friends I feel like were extroverts so I thought like that 
everybody was an extrovert and then I was an introvert. So like nobody knew like why I needed to be alone or like why I would want to be alone. And I don't even know if everybody was an extrovert, but in my head, that's like how I was perceiving it was that everybody like wanted to do stuff all the time. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I can't do anything right now. Like I need to be alone. I wish that like there was less misconceptions about like extroverts and introverts and like what needing time alone means. But yeah, as a five, I feel like I love alone time. Like, I'm almost, like, passionate about my alone time. This is somewhere that I feel like I've learned a lot from Gentry. Um, Just her ability to kind of occupy herself and, like, take time for herself because I'm really bad at that. And uh, it's somewhere where I've been trying to grow. And... uh, So I think that's a huge strength for fives, honestly, even though they can feel misunderstood for that. And then also I feel like another piece to fives that I kind of think of when I think of fives is their commitment to master something. Like once they're, yeah, once they find something, um, they're so dedicated to like getting it down and mastering it, which I think is super cool because I'm kind of all over the place all the time, so yeah. I, kind of, I totally feel like that's so me, but it, it sometimes comes at a fault that I get myself wrapped up in learning so many different things that I, like, I literally can't do it all. It's not necessarily perfectionism, it's just like the need to know everything about everything I do won't stop until I like learn everything about it that there is to know. Honestly, I feel like a part that goes with that, though, is I see fives as being wise. Like, I feel like they're people you go to just because they have all this gathered information because they're always looking to, like, I feel like they really desire to be knowledgeable about a lot of things. So that's been kind of cool with being friends with Gentry. Yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit about some strengths and weaknesses that I think would be interesting. Um, I think one of the most notable strengths of fives is their objectivity in their ability to look at a situation and kind of pick out their emotion from it. And it creates like a perspective that's pretty unbiased and like very logical. Like I've definitely noticed, I don't get super emotional in situations and that sometimes makes it easier to like think through it and handle it with a little bit more patience and intelligence rather than acting like irrationally. The other thing I really like about being a five or a strength I think that fives have is like how passionate they are about like what they do like everything they do they're not going to do anything that like wastes time like they're everything they're doing is definitely to improve the world or to you know they're always trying to like gain more information or learn more but they're doing it all like so passionately and I feel like I get so entrenched in everything that I do and I think that that can become a problem too but uh in a healthy way. So I think it's one of the biggest strengths of fives is that they do everything so um, with so much like devotion and effort. Weaknesses, there's a lot. I feel like I have also been wanting to mention on here um, how I feel like there's some types that get a bad rap and then there's some types that are like, I feel like pure like good. Like uh, I feel like sevens like I think of I'm like who wouldn't want to be a seven you know like and then I think of um 
I don't, I think sometimes I think fives. I'm like, I don't think anybody would want to be a five. Like, I feel like they're just like the hermits. Like, I think everybody thinks they're kind of like, you know, antisocial or something. And like, I don't know, but I feel like that there's a inclination towards certain types that people want to be this type. And then there's some like more neutral types. And then there's some types that people are like, oh, I don't want to be that. I don't know. That's just what I've been feeling. But, um, and I feel like a lot of types like have this big long list of strengths and then like a little like list of weaknesses. I don't know, but I feel like the weaknesses on paper seem to be a lot longer than like the strengths for fives. However, I don't think that's actually like an accurate representation of it, but, um, and for any type, like, I think that's the same thing. The weakness that I resonated the most with is probably being very like, um, cynical and pessimistic, especially in social situations. Um, I feel like I'm often uncomfortable when I am in like a larger group of people. Um, I just really like don't do well with that. Um, I feel like I'm being very awkward. You know, what I'm saying isn't being received well by other people. Um, I feel like I'm coming off as very boring or uninteresting to people. Um, all these things that make like social situations, like I don't always feel like I present myself the best when I'm in a large group of people. But I do think, I think I've gotten better about that. I feel like I've become a little bit more outgoing and I, I think like growing up I was very soft-spoken and I think I've been a little bit more assertive like in the past year, I think I would say like, um, which has helped me a little bit to grow in those social situations. But um, I think that that's like the biggest thing that I struggle with. And then I'd also say dealing with any kind of emotional situation, whether it's like very happy or very sad, like I struggle with a lot. Um, Cause I feel, I definitely feel emotions, but I don't always like express them very well, whether like it be with my words or, with like a physical response like I like crying like that kind of thing I don't think that it's always like expressed outwardly whether um, I'm having those emotions or not I don't know but um, it's the hard part is like expressing them and then lastly I feel like another thing I struggled with a lot was like I'm kind of going back to my first like weakness or thing that I struggle with but um I feel like when I'm in a large crowd, I can get very, like, lost. It just makes me feel like, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't really know me because I don't always, like, speak up in, like, those bigger groups of people. And that just can make, like, I know that's made me feel very insignificant and, like, unseen by people. Not that anybody else is doing that. Like, it's totally just me. But um, I just think that's another, like, weakness or soft spot of fives that... uh, I wanted to mention. I would say that if I could change something about being a type five, I would uh, probably change the evil or like deadly sin, whatever it's called, which is greed for fives. And when I read this, I felt so exposed. Like I was like kind of shocked at how accurate it was and I was also a little bit embarrassed because I'm like, greed, like, that sounds terrible. Like, 
greedy i feel like that's just such like a rotten word so i didn't really like like reading that but the way it's explained is like you're greedy with your time and energy um and it's really hard to be generous and like give that time and energy up to other people because you feel like it's so limited for yourself um so oftentimes they will stock up on like physical or um intangible resources um because there's such a great fear of running out of them. Like there's like a bit of a scarcity mindset going on, um, which makes it like a huge challenge to be generous with that time and energy. Another thing I wanted to talk about was like who I, as a five, who I gravitate towards. And I don't know if I can speak on behalf of all fives, but this is like just pretty general and how I would say like spend the most time with and have the best time with is people who can really hold like a deep intellectual uh, stimulating conversation. Um, I fives like really hate small talk and like the getting to know you stuff is just like a nightmare, which I totally agree with. Um, I really like enjoy talking about real and like personal things rather than um, like, Oh, what, did you do at school today? Like that kind of thing. Like I can handle it, but it's just like, I don't want it to always be that, I guess. Um, I really like have a strong desire to like truly know people better. Um, And I feel like I get along pretty well with everybody. And I think most fives are the same way. Because if they don't get along with somebody, they're probably not going to say or show it. So it's not going to be problematic, I would say. Okay. So if you are trying to recognize a five, those are probably the most significant things about fives that I can think of right now. Um, I haven't met a ton of fives, so I would really like to meet some more. I've only, I think I have like maybe two or three five friends. um, And I feel like I'm off right off the bat. I just connect with them very quickly, uh, which is really cool to see, but. Yeah, let's move on to type six. Yeah, so type six is usually referred to as the loyalist, and their basic fear is of being without support and guidance, and then their basic desire is usually to have security, and uh, I think this describes them really well especially the kind of need and desire to be safe and secure um I have I feel like Gentry and I both have a few friends that are sixes and it's been interesting for me to be friends with sixes because I feel like I feel like I always kind of you know like when you have a friend group and you have I feel like I always see a six is like the mom friend for me because they're always like thinking about like what could possibly go wrong like the problems and like being prepared for that and uh, I'm not really that way at all yeah. I don't really think like that so I feel like that's good for me to have that person that um foresees those like prepared. bad things coming yeah which I feel like a six could see that as kind of a fault for them mm-hmm. when they're constantly doing that but that's just something that a way that I recognize six Identify a six. Yeah. yeah. I would say that and just, I don't know. I feel like every friend group has a six because they just like, 
have such a like unifying effect on everybody like I feel like they're just like a lot of the times they're kind of like the glue yeah yeah I feel like sixes and nines have that effect like they're just very um mom like I don't know what it is but uh I just feel like they're a friend to everybody like I don't think there's people that they're not friends with like they're very agreeable Um, I completely agree yeah and I think that they just have like everybody's best interest in mind but also like want to have a fun time and like you know it's similar to a two in the way that I think their relationships are like super important but a little bit different because they are one of the fear types so they have like a little bit of a different um aspect thrown in there which makes them different from a two but I don't know. I feel like a lot of twos and sixes could easily mistype as one another. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think it's, I like uh, kind of comparing myself to sixes. Like, I have a really, really good friend that's a six, and we kind of just joke about us balancing each other out because, like, I'm, which we'll get into sevens later, but I tend to, like, always think about, like, what could go right and, like, all the, like, good things and then she'll be like think about kind of kind of the holes in my plan if that makes sense like um like I was watching New Girl yesterday and Nick on it like he's one of the guys on the show he's like he I would say he's probably like a six wing seven like if I had to type him and I think I saw this on a meme too like this very scene and then I was watching it and saw the episode and I just think it's the funniest thing ever but it was like um, I think it was a six wing seven or something. And it was like, I know this is going to end terrible, but the whole middle part's going to be awesome or something. And I was like, yeah, that's just very like good way to wrap up like a six with like a little seven in there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, very like much a planner, somebody who, uh, evaluates like every single outcome, uh, but yeah. yeah, all for the sake of security, probably. Yeah, absolutely. I, so I'm just going back to my really good friend who's a six because that's probably my best experience with a six. And I think it's like going off of the planning part. It's really funny when we're together because um, she's someone who usually plans everything out. So she'll be like, and she always calls me. She's like, you're the most go with the flow person ever. And so she'll always like ask me, what I want to do and stuff and I'm like I'll do whatever and it like bugs her almost because she like needs a plan yeah. and like need to be the one to tell her so that's kind of funny to see yeah I feel like they're they can be very indecisive too like I feel like similar to twos again I think that they have like a tendency to put others needs before their own yeah and I think that they are willing to make sacrifices to benefit other people I guess I would say some of their biggest strengths are just their ability to be so cautious and careful. Um, And I think that they provide, because of that, they provide a sense of like safety and security within their um, circles of friends or coworkers, wherever it might be. Uh, And also just their loyalty to people as the loyalist, that's what their type is called. Um, I just think of this as somebody who's just a really like good friend and is just like, Honestly, very, like, kind. In the relationship for the long run. Like, it's not, yeah. like, it's not, like, the thrill of, like, a new yeah. relationship. 
what it's like getting like they're gonna be like once you like get really close to six they're like in it for the long haul that's so true and you know, i think like, that has to do either like the glue to a friend yeah group. when you're like going into a new situation and you know you meet like people and then you never see them again like i feel like that doesn't happen for sixes like it probably does to some extent, but I feel like they just ha- like maintain relationships very well. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, very like committed people to, especially to their relationships with others, whether it's family or friends or whatever. Yeah, so what are some, we touched on a couple of these, but what are some of the weaknesses of sixes? Sixes tend to be anxious a lot, and I think that has to do with when their sense of securities taken away that's another way that I tend to kind of thought mm-hmm. out a six um, yeah and I think their anxiety it while it can be um like pathological anxiety it can also just be like you know daily like worry like there's definitely two sides of it but um and they don't have um a monopoly on anxiety or like worry like other types definitely do too um but i think the hardest part is probably just the amount in which they worry and doubt that just takes like such a toll on them um like i'm can imagine like being that self-critical and that like concerned for other people would just like make you exhausted 24 7 um and not being able to escape that would be really hard. I think since they place so much value in other people, I think it makes them struggle to maybe see their own value and make decisions on their own for themselves. Like I think that they often take like little polls just to be like, what what should I do in this situation? Or like, yes. what should I wear today? Check in with other people so frequently. And I think that that could definitely take a toll on somebody's autonomy and ability to like, maintain their own sense of self uh concrete i think six is once you know they're six you know they're six but it is a little bit hard i think getting to that point of recognizing that they're six because they um kind of mold into the people around them and like often let other people um influence them in ways that might alter their uh self-expression or like choices or way they act after talking about a negative outlook let's talk about sevens all righty so i am a seven and i touched on this in an earlier episode but i first mistyped as a three but i do think that that was a pretty like fair mistype like you had yeah. reason to believe that you were a three, I think. I think there's, like, definitely evidence there. But I think it's because sevens are so, um, like, future-oriented. They take so many steps to, like, achieve their goals. I think that makes sense now that I've thought about that a little bit more. Sorry. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, so a seven is usually known as the enthusiast. Which is very accurate, I'd say. Um, I tend to get very excited about a lot of things, pretty much everything. But so their basic fear is to be in pain or to be deprived of something. 
and their basic desire is to be satisfied, content, happy, and to just be fulfilled. And uh, I, again, I think that's very accurate, and that has to do kind of, I think, one of the biggest problems sevens run into is that, so Gentry touched on, sevens are usually very future-oriented, And so when you're constantly looking at the future, it's kind of hard for you to like be in the right now and just be present in the moment. And uh, it's kind of hard to be fulfilled when you're not being present, if that makes sense. And I think think interesting because like I said, I kind of have that problem, but mine's more because I'm past oriented while sevens are so like future oriented that it's hard for them to be present, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think another big definer on sevens is that they have a big fear of missing out on things. And I think any type can have this, like it's kind of natural, but it's just one of the main definers, um, for sevens, which is something that I've had to work on a lot because, again, it can just take a big toll on you when you're constantly worrying about what other people are doing and the other people are having more fun than you. And so I think a major challenge for me in a way that I've been trying to grow is to focus on being present more. And I think another thing for sevens is that they want to be, they want to do everything typically. Like I'm someone who, I feel like I relate to gentry this way where I have a lot of hobbies but I definitely don't do them all to mastery as fives might um and I just want to do everything all the time like I don't this has to do with the fear of missing out too is because I feel like if I'm just I feel like if I sleep in or if I'm like doing or if I'm just like sitting and not doing anything I'm missing out on so many things so I constantly am trying to stay busy and do things at all times which has been another point where I've had to try to grow in a lot because that's sometimes that's not healthy to just try to be doing things all the time and you're played up so much that it's just like with tasks and obligations and it's like bad yeah and I actually have a book to recommend to all the sevens and honestly anyone else because I've heard other people say it was really helpful too it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and it was exactly what I needed to hear because it talked a lot about how, like, a hurry lifestyle has been kind of glorified and normalized in today's society and how it's not godly, mm-hmm. and uh, because as Christians, our goal is kind of to live like Jesus did, or not kind of, it is to live like Jesus did, and uh he didn't live a hurried lifestyle at all and he was really committed for just leaving time for God and for loving people. And so that was just kind of a little tangent to explain kind of where I've seen that I need to grow as being a seven who likes to kind of hurry through my life, um, and be doing things all the time. So I've been, I've had to work a lot on intentionally slowing down and being focused on what's right in front of me. And again, that has to do with being present. So yeah. So 
it's so evident like how much you've worked on that though like I can't imagine you living on your own for two months like a year ago yeah for like two I can't months, imagine I by myself during the pandemic so that was a you were fine like yeah and I tried to accept like also, I kind of caught myself because I was trying to pick up a lot of new hobbies. I was like, I'm going to learn how to play guitar. I'm going to learn how to paint all this stuff. And I was like, okay, Maddie, you can just chill for a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, I totally do that too. Yeah. But so I've definitely seen growth and, uh, and I push myself to kind of go along with the growth. I've even like pushed myself because the book I mentioned it recommended doing a Sabbath and I pushed myself to do that for a couple times so far. And that was definitely way out of my comfort zone because it's so hard for me to do nothing, which obviously that's not really doing nothing, but like I wasn't like, I really shouldn't work out on a Sabbath and like, because yeah. So anyways, so I think that because we as sevens like to do everything, we tend to become very scattered and like gentry said your like plates so full this is very interesting so when fives in i think it's in disintegration or like in stress fives go to sevens so that like it honestly explains this parallel that we have going on of taking on like all these learning new things and like trying these like crazy things is like when fives are, like, unhealthy, they get all, like, scattered and, like, unorganized and, like, yeah. you know, just taking on a little bit too much. And I'm, like, yep. that's so funny. Um, and it's funny because sevens go to, f- yeah, and sevens yeah. go to five in growth. And so yeah. that's what I mean, like, when I was talking about you're like, it's, like, really cool for me to hear about the things she does and, like, like, you know, alone time and, like, how I need to work on that. And see, like, so I think this is where the power, cool. where the power in the Enneagram is, like, that we could kind of, like, help each other when we, like, go through those, like, situations where we might be struggling with me, like, you're taking on too much or, like. Yeah. Also, something funny to add in here because. I actually texted Gentry this morning because I like to get up really early every day because I feel like I'm like if I sleep in I'm like I feel like I'm just missing out on so many things I'm like I have so much I want to do in a day and uh, so today I didn't so I, as an experiment I didn't set my alarm to see how late I could naturally sleep and I slept till 10 30 and that's like that was a big deal for me to like let myself sleep in so that was just kind of funny because I texted Gentry I was like yeah putting I don't even know what I said, like noting this day in history (laughs) as the latest you've ever woken up. So I'm going to talk about a couple more strengths of sevens. I think definitely I'm super thankful for my optimism as a seven because I think it kind of helps me make the best of things. I just think it's a really helpful to kind of have that be a natural thing for me um yeah, to that's have that something like I would have to work for is like to be optimistic another thing about sevens is like we tend to be really adventurous and spontaneous which I really like because it I have a lot of fun yeah <laughs> a lot of the time because of that and uh sometimes in sevens are a type that like tend kind of like fives like tend to be 
introverted, but obviously that's not always the case. Sevens tend to be extroverted a lot of the times, I think, but again, not always the case at all. So again, that's another reason it's kind of cool for me to hear Gentry like talk about herself because sometimes you just don't understand kind of how different people are fueled. Like, um, yeah, it's just cool to, for me to hear how introverts are fueled and go about their lives that way. Something personally also is I tend to be really energized by adre- adrenaline rushes, which like I think like everyone has a little bit of that, but I think it's something that's also kind of specific to sevens. And uh, yeah, just honestly, like, I just love that so much. Like whether it's like going on a run that like gives me a rush with that way, or like I want to go skydiving really bad and I want to climb a mountain. And like, I just want to do all these things because like that's honestly what I crave. And I think that has, that applies to a lot of sevens. And um Another thing, just one more, I think, positive about a seven. This kind of just goes into the name, The Enthusiast, and I talked about, like, getting excited about everything, but I really like that about myself. Um, I, on like, I honestly get excited about, like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, I get really excited all the time, and I think it makes me kind of just have, like, a drive and like a passion for life in general like I'm like just like super excited to like get up in the morning and like do this and do everything and I get super excited because I love breakfast so like I get it really excited to eat breakfast and just like I think that helps to I think sevens like help I just really like how they kind of get excited about even the small things so that's like the best of every like part of their day and yeah. So now I can touch more on weaknesses. So I've kind of talked about becoming really scattered. And um, so that is definitely one. And then I think, again, we can easily get really exhausted and tired because we're constantly loading things on our plate and don't. Sometimes it's really hard to just rest and chill out. And so I think that's something that if you're a seven, I've learned that you need to intentionally do because it's not good for you to constantly be on the go. Do you like you, if you go, go, go too much, do you feel like you can get out of tune with yourself like easily? Yeah, definitely. I also feel like it's not even always like going places and like doing things that way, but also just like I noticed for me, like always on my phone like I feel like I always have to be responding to people and like um checking the social media and that and like even that plays into like always having to be doing something and so I've had to like intentionally like cut back on phone times and like kind of I've honestly like learned to utilize because I've never done this before for me I've realized it's good for me to utilize like do not disturb even because like when people are contacting me I feel like I need to get back to them right away just because again it's kind of wired in me that I need to be doing things at all times but in order for me to slow down and uh, I kind of have to realize that I don't need to be um that like in order to slow down like that's kind of my way of taking time for myself and so I've had to realize that a part of that is not feeling like I need to be answering to people and checking things 
all the time. So that's also been a cool realization for me um, as well. That's happened super recently, but that's been helpful to me in that aspect. And uh, I think another downfall, this honestly ties into everything, but um, I tend to overextend myself a lot. Um, I'm definitely like a yes man. Like if anyone asks me, like, can you do this? Um, want to go do this? I'll almost always say yes, which ties into the busyness because I need to, I'm say I need to, because I really haven't yet, um, learn how to be okay with saying no to things. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that is a downfall. Another downfall, this ties into, I think, both fives and sixes. Um, I don't let myself feel my feelings, especially when they're negative, um, which has really um, put a toll on me, I would say. Um, Because especially when you're going through really hard things, like, you need to feel what you're feeling. And when you're not and just brushing it off... um, it's still there and it's going to stay bottled up. And so that's something that I've needed to reach out to friends and family and stuff um, to kind of learn how to work through that. um, That's why sevens are part of the fear triad is because they fear pain so much that like, that's why they're part of the six or five sixes and sevens um, are part of one triad is because they all are part of the fear triad, which is like, Fear is the dominant emotion of those three types, which for sevens is like, okay, well, they don't seem like very like fearful people, but the fact is that they fear like pain so much that they avoid it at all costs. Yeah. And again, this ties into like my constant need of like getting that adrenaline rush of like doing something like, um, right when I start to feel a negative emotion, I'm like, okay, what's next? Let's go do this and like get happy again. And like, so I don't really allow myself to feel that. So that's, what's been cool. I know I talked about last time um, when we were talking about fours, that's, what's been really cool for me to kind of befriend other Enneagram types, because like, for example, this is just one small example is fours are known to be really in tune with their emotions. So I've started to try and kind of pick up practices that I see them doing in put that apply that to my life um because I still definitely need to work on feeling my emotions but I think it's something that I'm constantly trying to grow in but that's definitely another um kind of identifier of sevens and that's like I feel like I'm so I can easily identify a seven like literally like within like 10 minutes of meeting someone I'm like are you do you know your Enneagram type and they'll be like yeah I'm a seven I'm like I knew that um because just like I don't even know how to like an energy I think that is unmatched by anybody else yeah like an excitement for everything yeah I would agree with that but I think I really like being around people who I find interesting. And I think that interesting people to me is people who kind of see things differently than me. So that's not very specific at all because I think that I think that kind of is telling because I feel like sevens are just drawn to people in general. Like I don't think that you're like very 
I don't think you're like, you know, selecting out who you want to be with and spend time with. I feel like you're just very like accepting of people as they are. And like, I feel like you just love anybody who has like an excitement for life. Yeah. And honestly, like, I love hearing what other people are excited about. So I think that kind of goes with another people I'm drawn to is if they have an excitement or passion for literally anything, I find them interesting and I am drawn to them because I like hearing about what excites them. Yeah, I find, I feel like the only people like... That is a seven summed up. Yes, so... Now we have done the fear triad, five, sixes, and sevens. That was super fun for us, I think, because we both have a lot of um, background knowledge on these types, uh, which makes it a little bit more interesting to get our own perspectives. Um, But our next episode, we will be doing the anger triad otherwise, which is eights, nines, and ones, um, which we're really excited about. Um, We'll be talking about how to identify those types as well as their core desires and fears. Yes, we hope you are all doing well and that the summer weather is treating you well and we are praying for all of you and are hoping that you are doing well. Um, Thank you so much for listening and spending the time to listen to us ramble about things that we care about even if nobody else does. (laughs) Um, We really appreciate it. Maddie, do you have anything to add? Yeah, and just once again, feel free to reach out um, if you related to something or if you are curious or interested about something. Just we're open to whatever thoughts you guys have. So feel free to reach out. Yes, absolutely. Okay, thank you guys again for listening. We will be back soon with our next episode. Bye. Bye!